Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode 43, Grieving During COVID. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can find my podcast at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. You can go to that website, click and find my podcast, or go to Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you love to listen to your podcast. And thank you once again for joining me today. Podcasting has become a very popular thing in the past few years, but especially during COVID. For me, my podcast evolved because of COVID. I was home, quarantining, and I always was trying to find an avenue to reinvent myself with my therapeutic skills and some of my journalism techniques that I learned in college. When I graduated, I was a recreational therapist and I worked in psychiatric hospitals in outpatient settings and inpatient settings and locked units. I dealt with all different types of mental health issues from pediatrics all the way up to geriatrics with specialties in cancer wellness and addictions also. So during this quarantine, I wanted to use my skills. I wanted to help, but I wanted to help in a more personal way because we were all going through these changes because of COVID. All of our lives drastically changed and I wanted to reach out to you and connect with you on what we're all going through. And it's been over a year now and we're still going through changes. And a big part of that for a big population out there is grief. It's been very hard for me to come to this point to do this particular podcast. I've been avoiding it honestly for some time, but my commitment to myself and to you when I started this podcast was to always be honest, to be real, and to connect. And the only way to connect is to open up myself also so that you can feel that common thread, that common bond. And so grief. There are so many forms of grief. There's grief, a loss of a pet, a loss of a job, a loss of a friendship, a loss of a loved one, grandparents, parents, children, spouses. A divorce is a loss. There are many losses that we all experience. Some of us may be too young at this point to have experienced any loss. But during COVID, you've witnessed it. The young people today are witnessing something that none of us have ever witnessed who are older than them not in their generation. They're seeing so much on TV. Even when you watch the news, you see the numbers of how many COVID cases are there today? How many deaths are there today? How many when we reach a milestone of over 500,000 deaths in the United States? So even though as a young person, if you haven't personally experienced any grief, you're really witnessing grief. So I'm sure all of you can somehow relate or relate to someone that you've known who have, has experienced grief. Now for me personally, I have touched on it and mentioned it in previous podcasts that my father passed away in February of this year. It was not due to COVID. 
though COVID affected my father passing away in so many ways, not being able to visit him in the hospital, only being able to talk to him during FaceTimes, and then when he was ventilated, just being able to watch him during a Zoom and talk to him, and then he passed away alone. And this is my grief that I have been dealing with, even though every week I come to you with my podcast, this is something that has been a major part of my life. And my whole world is turned upside down. And I've struggled every week when I come up, try to come up with what I'm going to talk with you and reach out to you with that particular week. Grief is always the first thing that comes to my mind, but I push it aside. But I felt that wasn't being fair to myself, nor to you, because I want to be real. And so many of us are experiencing grief or have experienced grief in the past. So I felt that it was important for me to open up, and here I am opening up about what I've gone through and what others are going through and what grief does to us. And how do we move on from grief? Do we just stuff? Do we just ignore? Do we deal? Do we let it take us down? What and how do we let grief affect our lives? So I'm going to talk a little bit about today about what I go through, what I've seen others go through, because I do know others who have lost loved ones during COVID due to COVID or due to other reasons. I've mentioned before, I've been to about five Zoom funerals and been actually at my father's, which was Zoomed. And the reality of um, how funerals have changed, how mourning has changed, how just everything to grieve has changed due to COVID. So first I wanna talk to you about the um, different stages of grief. There are seven stages of grief that I'd like to share with you right now. In 1969, Elizabeth Kubler Ross first identified the five stages of grief, a textbook, five stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. But over the years, that's expanded to the seven stages of grief, which are shock and denial, which is basically like the state of disbelief or feeling numb, no feelings, pain and guilt, anger and bargaining, depression. Then there's this upward turn, a reconstruction and working through, and acceptance and hope. These are textbook, seven textbooks reasons that people go through of the stages of grief. But is grief really textbook? I don't think so. Think about it. If you have experienced grief, did you experience them in that exact order? Shock and denial is the first one. Then pain and guilt. Then anger and bargaining. Then depression. Then an upward turn. Then working through it. And then acceptance and hope. See, there's no textbook reasons or ways to go through grief. People go through those stages in a different order. There's no right or wrong. And for a lot of people who are going through grief, 
that I've witnessed, not myself personally, because during COVID, it's hard because we're so separated from people for them to really see what you're going through at different times with grief. But as I worked with different patients and had friends and family members go through grief, you would see many people tell them, but you need to go through this. You need to feel, you need, you need to do this. You need to grieve, you need to show your anger. But see, grief is very personal. And the way our brain works, we will all naturally go through those stages. But we're all unique and individual. And how we go through those stages is very unique and individual to us. So the first thing I'd like you to remember, when it's not yourself, but when you're dealing with others who are grieving, just listen. Listen to what stage they're in. It doesn't have to be in order. They will go through those stages. It's a natural process. Grieving also doesn't mean you have to go to therapy. People automatically think if someone who has a loved one died and they were very close to them, you should go get therapy. Now, I'm the first one to tell someone to go get therapy. I'm a therapist. Grieving is a natural process. It's just the way the world lives. It's the cycle of life. And so we're all built internally at some point in our life to deal with grief. So if you're grieving, it doesn't mean that you need to go to a therapist. Now, there are people who do need to go to therapists. If you find yourself in extreme levels of grief. What I mean by that is time has moved on, but you're still extremely depressed. You're still extremely isolative. You feel numb. You avoid people. You avoid social situations. And I'm talking months after the death of your loved one, that you're still kind of stuck in this mode of isolating and just trying not to feel, then please go get help. Because sometimes we don't always have that internal mechanism that gets us past certain stages of grief. So you have to be able to be aware of where you are in that grieving stage. And if you are at a critical point where you feel that you need help, and it's okay to need help. Grieving is such, it's almost a magical process. And you're probably saying, magical? What the hell is magical about someone passing away? There's nothing magical about it. But what is magical is how the brain processes it. And how you move through those different stages. For me, Personally, I pushed it away. I had my initial grief, of course, of the crying and, and the shock and the, all that goes with this, that initial point of 
just trying to wrap your brain around that this person is no longer in your presence. But after that, there was so much going on in my life that I felt if I really let myself feel it, I wouldn't be able to take care of what I need to take care of. And I was questioning myself on a daily basis. Put, forget I'm a therapist because I'm a therapist, but then I'm an individual who's grieving. And so all my skills go out the window because I'm in my personal grief. And I'm every day, I wake up, I think about my dad, I feel sadness, I have memories that pop into my head, almost like flashbacks. I feel the tears coming and I say stop because I have so much to do to help those that were affected by the loss of my dad pull their lives together. And so I push, I push it farther away from me and farther away from me so I can function. Now for a time being, that's okay. Because life does go on, jobs go on, households go on. You grieve for a couple weeks where you're kind of immobilized, but then you have to start to move. And for me, pushing it a little bit further and further away was the way for me to take a step forward. And I let myself do that for a little bit. And then I would question myself every day. Is this good for me? I mean, I would tell a patient, don't stuff your emotions. I'm not stuffing, I'm pushing it away. And pushing it away. And then I read something that changed my direction. Something that became very poignant to me that I read when looking at grief. By remembering the person who has passed, you keep them alive. When you push away and you stuff, it's almost as if they're slipping away from you because you're not thinking about them. You're not talking about them. When you talk about them out in the open, when you talk about memories or funny times, even though your life is changing around you because the passing of this person, to remember them is to keep them alive. And that really got me through that transition of pushing it away. I almost envision myself when I say to you, pushing it away, me standing between two walls and the walls moving in on me and me putting the palm of each hand on those walls and pushing those walls away from me. That's what I was doing with my grief, with my father, so I could function I could help my mom through it, my brother through it, my children through it, my husband who was taking care of all my father's personal things. I needed to push those walls, keep it open, keep it away. But I knew in my gut I wasn't being fair to myself. 
And when I read this, my trajectory changed by remembering it keeps them alive. And I want to keep my dad alive of all the memories and the fun times and the bad times when he yelled at me or disagreed with me. I changed my lifestyle the minute he passed. I stopped doing some of those healthy things that I would preach to you to do. And so over the past few weeks, he passed away in February. We're now in April, the end, very end of April, and I'm starting to reconstruct. I'm starting to feel a little bit of hope. I'm starting to feel like myself again. Now, grief is always going to be with me. There will always be things that will remind me of my father that will bring a tear to my eye or will make me miss him. But I have to change my thought process and not focus so much on the loss of it, but focus on the happiness that he gave me in my life. He gave me life. And so I'm thankful for that. And I think to myself, what would my dad want me to do? He'd want me to move forward. He'd want me to continue in my dreams, my goals, my aspirations that I have for myself. Any of you that have experienced grief know how hard it is to move forward. I don't know personally if I would be out of that stage of pushing the walls away, if I hadn't read that one thing when researching grief that really stopped to make me think. I've had a lot of people grieve and watch them grieve. I'm not talking about my patients now. I'm talking about friends and family. And I guess... I see it in all people and I see it in myself when someone that I cared about was grieving, their parent passed away or, or a friend passed away or a child passed away. You even put a wall up then because you care about this person, but you know that if you really step into what they're going through, it's painful for you too. So we even put those walls up when we're helping others who are grieving. We want them in our heads to move on. We want them to feel better. We want their lives to get back to normal. And I've noticed before my father passed away, I had some friends who lost their parents and how my other friends reacted. Like I told you, they were there for their friends they were supportive of their friend. But then within weeks, they, in their mind, they're moving on and they think that friend is moving on. But that friend is really grieving still. And so it's opened my eyes before my father even passed away to really stop and listen to my friends who are grieving. So if you have someone in your life who's grieving, just 
listen. It's okay to ask them if you haven't talked about it or they haven't talked about it. Are you okay? How are you feeling? Has it been difficult? Be there for them. During COVID, the death has been everywhere. And I know that sounds morbid, but I'm being honest with you. We have this virus that is taking people's lives. I mean, did you ever think in your lifetime, I mean, you knew there was a probability, but really, did you ever think that there would be something out there that you could literally breathe in and it would kill you or kill a loved one? And because of social media, we're seeing funerals that maybe we wouldn't have been able to go to because they were out of state. We're able to watch them on Zoom now. So as society, we're seeing a lot more grieving going on. Now, another form of grief that I talked about is from being divorced. COVID either made your relationship or broke your relationship. And for a lot of you, it's made you stronger in your relationships. But in that time of being togetherness, a lot of relationships ended. And there's a lot of grief. Yes, if you're going through a relationship that is ending or has ended or ended six months ago, you're grieving. It's like a death. It's like a loss. Especially if it's a relationship where you never were married or had children with that person. You never, that person never has to see you again. It's like they've passed away. And so there's a grieving process with that. And it's the same steps of grief that someone goes through when they lose someone and they, that person has lost their life. You go through those steps in different stages, but those seven stages you go through even when you go through a divorce or a breakup. Think about that. When that, if, and I hope it doesn't, but if you do go through a divorce or a breakup, let yourself grieve. You need to grieve. Unless you're happy as hell that that relationship is over, then you need to allow yourself to grieve. Many of us have lost pets, pets are like our children. We go through the grieving process of pets. I mean, I have a dog now, a rescue dog. It took me almost 15 years to get another dog. 16 years now, later, since that dog has passed away, before I got my current dog, I sometimes would hear her nails. I would think I'd hear his nails on the floor. Because... They're always with me. But I went through that grieving process when that pet passed away. Moving is a form of grieving. If you need to move for unexpected circumstances, there's a grief process there. Maybe it's your childhood home that you're moving from. That not by choice, 
and all your memories that you have of your room growing up, becoming who you are today. Your parents sell that house or you move because your parents got a different job or they got divorced. And that's a form of grieving, of letting go. Have you ever thought all these different avenues are forms of grief? Losing a job is a form of grief, especially if you were fired and, and it was a job that you loved and they're making cutbacks, not because you weren't doing a great job, but it's cutbacks, especially during COVID. How many people have lost their jobs? And there's a grief process in that. My point is, is to, I want you to open your eyes more. I want you to identify the stages of grief. And when any of these things happen to you or others that are important in your life, think about those stages of grief. See where you're, where you're at in them or where the person you care about is in that particular point. But also be able to notice if that person or yourself isn't moving through the stages. They're stuck. Grief is just like it sounds. It's sadness. It's hard times. And I think that during COVID, if you've never experienced grief before, you know what grief is now. For a lot of us, we don't like to think about it. I know that people have avoided talking to me because of COVID. I, we're not out and about. You don't bump into people the same way in your town. And they feel awkward when they do see me because they haven't seen me for a long time, but they know I lost my dad. And I can feel that there's people who avoid me a little bit because they don't know what to say. You don't have to know what to say. Just be there for someone. If you notice someone who's grieving isn't reaching out to you their normal way, isn't texting you, isn't calling you, maybe they're going through a hard time. Reach out to them. Do it through a text if you're worried that you're being too, intru too intrusive. But just reach out and say, are you okay? How are you doing? I mean, that's really, as humans, as being part of nature, is we need to nurture others. You've heard the nature versus nurture. This is where you nurture. It may be uncomfortable for you to talk to someone who's grieving or feel uncomfortable to reach out to them. But push through it because they need you. And, um, and just the way the world goes in the circle of life, you'll need them someday too. And when you do, they'll be able to understand what you're going through in that grief process. Now, another thing you will notice that I'd like to cover before we end today is grief changes you. It can change you negatively or positively. And what do I mean by that? You can let that grief bring you down. 
and make you dysfunctional. Or you can take the grief and take it in internally. I am not the same person I was on February 5th. My dad passed away February 6th. From February 6th on, I am a different person. I see the world differently. I feel the world differently. My world has changed drastically. And some of that has been out of my control. And I could either let that shake me and bring me down, or I can let it propel me forward and adapt to my new world and my new responsibilities. And my life changes. And I've chosen to do that. And I hope that if you are grieving, because if it's something somebody's passed away recently or a year ago or two years ago, and you still feel it holding you back, open yourself up. Move with it. Grow with it. Adapt with it. I know you'll never feel that you'll be the same without that person in your life because you loved that person and they were such an influence and a presence no matter what your relationship was. Even if it was somebody that you spoke to once a year on the telephone that you were friends with in high school and you found out they passed away, it hurts. You still grieve their loss. Every form of grief that you experience, whether it is losing a relationship, losing a pet or an animal, losing a job, losing a loved one, try to grow from that grief. Yes, it's something we have no control over and it creates sadness and stress and anxiety in our lives. And we need to go through the sadness and the stress and anxiety But take what you learned from the person or the relationship or the job or the experience that you've lost. Take what you've learned from it and use that message to move you forward. Remember I said the thing that changed my trajectory was reading. When you remember the person you've lost, you keep them alive. And that life puts life in you. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to cry someday. That doesn't mean I don't feel like crying right now. But I'm moving forward. And if you are going through grief, or I pray to God that none of you have to lose any loved ones to COVID, but if it does happen, remember the stages and that it's not textbook that you go through them at different stages in in the process and go through it and feel it, but know the moment when it's time to gain control of your world again, to allow the grief to be there, but to be functioning in the world again and to take the love of that person or that relationship, even if it ended badly, it started from a good point. Take the good points that you had from that relationship or that job and take that with you and move forward with it. Grief, just like stress and anxiety, will cause physical changes in our bodies. And we always want to try to be healthy. 
So by moving forward in a positive way, you're harnessing that sadness, that stress, that anxiety, and taking it off the body so that you can mentally feel healthy and physically feel healthy. And I'm back to my daily walks with my dog, which stopped because of my grieving process, partly because I just didn't have the energy, the motivation, and to be honest, I didn't want to see my neighbors and talk to them. So I just was taking my dog in the backyard, but I started this week back with my walks and I'll be okay if I see someone. I'm ready to say I'm okay and just move forward. That walking is me moving forward. I used to talk to my dad on my walks. So I know that my dad would want me to continue with my walks. So as I walk, my dad is with me. I hope that grief hasn't touched you recently, but if it has or it has in the past, I hope that me sharing this very difficult time in my life, that you could relate a little bit, that it gave you the notion that it's okay to feel those things. And it's okay to not do things that might be so healthy in the beginning and then find yourself. There's no right or wrong. We all deal in different ways. As long as you come out of it. That's my goal for you. But my goal also is to, for you, if you're not coming out of it, to identify that and to seek help. And so in the future... I hope none of you have to deal with any grief. But again, like I said, it's around us due to COVID. Remember, listen, reach out, move forward, and take care of yourself. And I really appreciate you listening to me share my grief with you and my process. And just by me doing this podcast is me moving forward. So always remember, my friends, positive thoughts create positive energy. I truly believe that, that when you think positive, that energy is out there and it creates that positive form in your life and good things start to happen. So spring's here. It's getting hot out for most of the nation. Some people are having snow, but if you can get out there, explore all the wide open spaces in your world. In my neighborhood right now, jasmine is blooming. I posted on my Instagram the jasmine that I took the picture of. And when I go outside, I smell the jasmine everywhere. And it lifts my spirits. It's the wide open spaces out there. Going out there and seeing the jasmine is taking me outside and it's filling me internally, my wide open spaces internally with that beautiful aroma. So go out there, explore those wide open spaces and find yourself a little bit. So until next week, my friends, ciao.